Be'ezus Hashem was starting and holding by Ayn Gimel Omid Base, the second last two dots of the daf, Vahadosh. And we quote the Mishnah Dosh, which is one of the Lamentus Malachas, as we know. And the Gemara says, Tona Hadosh, Vahamanapets, Vahamanapet. All of these things, that's Dosh, literal threshing, which is the animal stepping on the uh, grain to in order that the husk gets removed from the seed inside. Vahamanapets, which is basically beating the flax from the stalk. Vahamanapet is uh, basically hitting the wool with some kind of bow in order to remove the seeds. And all of these things... It's all one malacha. It's all the same thing. It's all included in dosh. And the state of dosh generally is uh, something where you take uh, an inner thing from its outer casing, which is what they did in the Mishkan, and it includes many, many things. Of them is also, as we know, a tolder is schita, which is schita's begodim. That means if a liquid goes inside a beged and you squeeze that liquid, that will be considered to be dosh. Uh, if you need the liquid. And that is because I am taking something from its outer casing, i.e. the fabric. And therefore that is included. That's why baby wipes are obviously included in this and many other isurim as well that get included in Dosh. Let's move on. Right? These are these wonderful four malachas that we have of the Mishnah of the Lamentas Malachas. One second, I have a problem. It's all the same thing. All of these three malochas that we just mentioned, apart from Torchin, right? That Boira, Zoya, and Merakid are basically malochas of being of separating the good from the bad. So it's all the same. Why do we have three malochas that are exactly the same? Both of them say, As we turn the page to Ayn every single thing that was done in the Mishkan, Afagav the Ika. The domine, even though there are different malachas that are also similar to that chashiv law, we consider another the tano of our mishnah considered to be anything that was done in the mishkan. True, there are many other things that were similar to that, but we look at the ones that were done in the mishkan, and therefore the tano of our mishnah includes both zoyra, boyra, and merakid as lamtas malachas, separate ones, because each three of them were done in the mishkan. If that's true, v'lechosh nami you should have put in koisesh. Koisesh is basically the same idea. Is it basically smashing the uh, the husk in order to get something else? It's dome to dosh. It's the same thing. They used to do that to get off the off the peel. In that case, Elamai must be that just because the, the, the Tana did not consider anything that's similar to dosh because we have something because we have something you have dosh already, right? Because they're two two very similar things, and therefore we have a kasha since we didn't con- in- include koisesh. Because it's similar to Dosh, so why on earth did we include Zoya, Boya, Meraki, which are also similar to each other? Says the Gemara Oni Oicha Pite Beloi Kasisha. I'll tell you why it says Abaya. Because an only a poor person can eat bread without Kasisha. In other words, he can eat he can eat the bread without it being, you know, finely ground. And therefore, since it can be done that way, then it's okay. Toysfus over here says, what do you mean? In that case, it only doesn't have to be surveyed as someone also. There's many things that can go on over here. Right? Some Sofa says, Agav over here, you know, there was no Oni that did that, because we know about the Mishkan, Einanias, Bimokim Hashiris. And the way it means, says some Sofa, since it's Shaykh to prepare the Sammonim without Ksisha, Right, you didn't have to go to this level of crushing. So therefore it comes out that Ksisha isn't really something that's so uh, imperative to the Mishkan, and therefore we didn't have to include it. Okay. Rav Omar. Homani Rebbe. No. Our Mishkan is going to shoot this Rebbe. 
Then we'd have a problem that we have 40 now. And we don't want that because we know there's 39. But they go, oh, one. So take away some of the other ones. And put Kosesh in. Like, well, what's the problem over here? We go with that. And since it is an action that didn't have to be done, it could have been eaten without that. You didn't have to have the flour crushed to such a level. So Kosesh is not included in one of the Lamotas Malachas. Tonu Rabbanon. Oh, what a I'm give you the gears of Rashi. Rashi doesn't go as Shnei Minei Oichlim because we're here we're discussing Boira, a good and a bad, and Oichel and the Psoiles. Tosfus, if you have a look, and I want to get technical over here because we can spend hours on this. Tosfus is Goyus Shnei Minei Oichlim because Tosfus has a Gavalda Gashita and he holds in Betzin and Shulchanor does bring this down in Simon Shin Yates that. Anything that you do not want is considered to be right now the psoidas, kineged oichel, meaning I have two things. Says toast was the moment one of them I don't want, that is the psoidas. It could be a beautiful thing, and I can have peas and carrots, and I hate carrots. So I take out the carrots, even though carrots is a beautiful thing, but I hate it. Therefore, to me, says toast that's considered to be a psoidas. And therefore, don't think for a moment boya only applies to chicken and bones and meat and fat. It could be to anything that other people may like, but I personally do not like it, right? The Pimagodim is a shayla in the beginning of Shinyates. If, for example, a person is allowed to do boya on something that I don't like, but somebody else does like, meaning for him it's an oichal, says the Pimagodim in the Hanami. If you're giving it to him now, then you're okay, because you are taking it out to give to him, even if you don't like it, but he does. But if you're taking it out, stam, and there happens to be someone there that says, oh, I wouldn't mind that, I'll take it, you did an issa, because you took something out that you don't like. Okay, Donovan. Right, all sorts of things in front of you. Which Tosfus says for others. But if you do, my karma says, well, what on earth is going on over here? First you say, you are allowed to be then you say, don't do boya. what's going on? We'll have to try a few attempts till we get to the uh, maskana. You're allowed to boya for that day as you're eating. And you can do for other people also. But if you're doing boya for tomorrow purposes, don't do it. And if you do, what we're saying, you're allowed to boya for that day, for Shabbos. What, you're allowed to cook for Shabbos? Where does this come from? You're allowed to boya for that day, so you can't do any other monach for that day. You could do boira less than a share of a gregeris. That's fine. You can also do boira for other people. What? You're allowed to do any other monach less than a share? No. So why is boira different? Why boira less than a share makes it mutter? What's going on? It doesn't make any sense what's going on over here. We know, as Rashi over here points out, in the Gemara, if that's the case, there's no reason why the Gemara should assume that boira chatishe is mutter. Says him, okay, fine, fine, fine. You're allowed to be boyer to separate that which, you know, biyad with your hand. You're allowed to do for other people, biyad, also with your hand. The conoin uba tamchoy, a conoin is some kind of funnel. Tamchoy is like a large plate. Don't do boyer with that. 
potter. But if you do do boira in that situation, you are going to be potter mechatos. And the reason for that, like Rashi says, is because the way that you really do boira is with enough of a kavora, with a type of sieve or a sifter, right? A funnel and a plate, they're not really like boira kalim. These are not boira machines, right? A boira machine is a, is, is a sieve. These are not boira machines. They may help a little bit because it helps the selection process, but a component it's not a derisa, as Rashi says, it's a klachayad because it's not the normal way of doing it. Avol osa, with a sieve, these are boya machines, and these were created to do boya. Understand? It doesn't say that in the Mishnah. No one does it say what you, well, That's what you're telling me. The Pia is. Let's go again. Third, fourth attempt. Right? You're allowed to You're allowed to eat. The good guy from the bad guy. Whenever you take boya, it's got to be that which you want from that which you don't want. You're allowed to do eat the same thing for other people. But the bad guy from the good guy to take out the bone, to take out the fat, to take out the bean that you don't like, that's also. Says you're allowed to do boira immediately, or boira umaniach, and you could do boira also for others, also for immediate consumption purposes, but for later on in the day, do not do boira. The imbira, if you do, as if you did it for uh, storehouses purposes, and that is the malacha, v'chaim chatas. Beautiful, which by the way, it's a Gavaldi Yisoid because the Be'alocha, uh, in fact, the Mishnah Bruin, the beginning of Shinya Tess, has a Hagdoma, which is very, very rare that the Mishnah brings a little bit of a Hagdoma to the Simon beforehand. And Shinya Tess, he does that. And it might as well be Pascha, like all the Shitas over here, that you need all three conditions. And that is, in order for Boru to be Mutter, you have to use Biyad, which we mentioned over here, it has to be done with your hand. Two, it has to be Miyad, immediate purposes. And number three, Oichamutan Psalis, the good guy for the bad guy, says the Chofetz Chaim, if you miss one of those conditions, then it's a Daraisa. So you got to have all of them. What's the definition of Biyad? So Biyad obviously means your hands but it also means anything that you're doing that instead of using my hands to get dirty or to get burnt that's also considered to be an extension of my hand like a ladle to dip into chicken soup right to take out a canadle that's fine because I just don't want to get burnt and therefore there's no problem in using such a thing like that and that is okay miyad what is the definition of miyad even though there are those like the chazanish that say it means a half an hour according to most whatever, that they hold that the amount of time it takes to prepare that item not more than that so you're allowed to separate the cutlery in the silverware right before you're about to eat however long it takes you're allowed to peel the eggs for example right the Ramah on the end of Shenchov Aleph says peeling is considered to be boira even though you're taking the bad guy from the Guga but you've got Yev Nacha but upon him any time you're doing boira for that time for, for, for Samach to the Suda then it is okay but a woman for example can't be doing boira actions and then go meet her husband from Shul right or for example you, you, you're allowed to do is to select a drink from a, a whole bunch of different drinks so that's going to be Tarufus for it to be boira and put it into the fridge or the freezer to get cold even if it's an hour before the meal because that's how long it takes or you can peel a cucumber in order to make a cucumber salad and sit in the dressing because it needs an hour and a half in order to get marinated however long it takes to perform that item that is how long you have again we haven't got time to be married on all of these things because they would take us forever and ever go to the app you have all the uh, shurum over there on my app you can download my app for free and you can go and get all the shurum that you need on the Shabbos Be'ez HaShem says the Gemara writer hi the fun of Shnei Menorichim you have two things in front of you Be'er V'Ochol Be'er V'Niach Rashi Masni Potter Rav Yimah Masni Chayev
What's going on? Ravashi must be Potter. I have a Tony Chayev, like Kasha, of a kind of a Tango, of a Tovinovicavora. If you use a kind of a Tamchoy, like a funnel, a plate, that's a Durabolan type of thing, because it's not the normal way. It's, it's like a Klachayat. If you use enough of a Kavora, like a sieve, that's the Derech, and therefore that's going to be Boyer de Vesa. Says the Gemarki also Ravdimi, when Ravdimi came from Eretzisrol, Oma, Shabdo de Rabbeba Hava. It was his time to serve and to, uh, uh, to give shurim in front of all the Tamidim there. And they came over there. And they took a basket of fruits and they threw it in front of so it went spreading all over the place. Right, Rashi over here, the Ritvog explains Pshat and Rashi, that we're talking about a case where it's not the Pshat that they didn't want to take it then, because then it's Mutter, there's no problem whatsoever. Everyone holds that the problem was that it was in the mixture before they spread it and threw it, and therefore you're not, we're not sure the situation of why exactly they did, we refrained from, uh, from doing that. Tosfus also has the Mahalach over here, that the Kavan over here is that we don't know um, why did they not separate it before they brought the basket, is maybe they held but it's not the pshat that when it was in front of them they didn't, because once in front of it it was spread out or maybe because Ayn Yoffa, unless they wanted to show how much fruit that they have, so they threw it in front of them maybe that was the reason why they threw it in front of them, whatever it is actually, yeah, but Moshe says in Tshuva that if a person has a Boris situation and he wants to get out of it, what does he do? So obviously take then you're okay but if you can't do that, for example I want to lay the table with the silverware which is all mixed up, forks, knives, spoons, little spoons big spoons, all in one big massive pile after washing it up, which you shouldn't do, because after washing up, you should put it in separate piles immediately, and then you save yourself the problem. But if you do have a big pile, what do I do? I want to lay the table the night before. It's not me. I'm not allowed to do that, right? What do I do? So the answer is, says, Well, this tomorrow, take all the cutlery, take all the silverware, and just throw it all over the table. Now it all spreads out. Once it's spread out, you will mavattle the shame tarovis. There's no mixture. Once there's no mixture, you're allowed to do bayra, because it's not really bayra. And that, by the way, is the aside of the three conditions we mentioned before that if you do, uh, you do biad, miyad, it's not shut you have a head. People think you know and everything in Yiddish guy, we can find a heta for you. No, no, this, this is not a heta. It's not boyer. Boyer was done loitza. Boyer was done for later on. It was done bakli. It was done in a way that was a professional way. When you do it miyad, biyad, that is not even boyer. That's not what the Torah asked. Vaita. Chizki Omar. Haboyer Tumasim. Right? Tumasim, we'll see what those are. Metoich psoilish alem. Someone takes out the turmus from within the shell. It's not a vegetable. Chayev. You chayev? Come on, Lamaks of a chizkia. Oichemotoy psoilis osa. Must be hold the good guy for the bad guys also because you just told me if you take the tumors, the vegetable from the peel, you're hive. Well, I just thought the good guy for the bad guy. What's going on? Says the more shiny tumors, as we turn the page, I'm down the base. Tumors are very different. You know why? The shulkale shiva zimni, Rashi says, you have to actually cook them seven times in order to get them edible and sweet. The iloishalakane, if you don't take them out, masroch. They get very, very moldy, they get disgusting, they get melted. It's, it's as if you're taking the psoilis from the oichel in this case. Rashi and there's a few Purushim over here. Um, one of them is one of them as we mentioned that's considered to be a psoilus on one side of it, and if you take it out, it's like taking out the psoilus. Uh, the Ritvar brings another Pshapi Rashi that he wants to say that it gets so smushed between your fingers, so it's considered to be a psoilus in that case when you take it out. And the post can discuss this case, Allah Maisa, maybe talking about a bunch of grapes where one or two of them are bad, and if you leave the bad guys there, so then you have a problem. So uh, there could be it's also to take out the bad guys, even though it's Menechod, which is a Shiloh of Bayer, which we're not going into this moment of time. 
right? Cutting things into small pieces, right? Cutting vegetables, right? Onions and all sorts of things, dicing it, making it into a small Israeli salad, all of these things. Someone that's dicing beets. Shiloh, why did Gemara Dafka use beets? Maybe because it's not edible in the regular way and you have to cut it into small pieces. Maybe that says, says, is the reason why it's Dafka talking about these sorts of things. We'll see in a minute. Um, right? Cut it into small pieces. Right, you chop up little chips of wood. Right, if you're mapping on the exact size of them and the measurement, that's going to be machatek. So it's very, very interesting. Tosfos over here says that when you grind a vegetable, it's only a gear to a silkov, which is what the Gemara said. No other vegetable, not not a gear to a cucumber or a tomato, because um, you can't eat it that in any other way. The 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 round, the ritva, other rishonim want to say pshat. That the reason why Torah over here applies is because a beet is not eaten whole; it's only sliced up. Therefore, when you slice it into small pieces, you are basically making it roi lachila, masha enkein, a cucumber, which is roi to be eaten whole. For, for example, even if you slice it up, you didn't do anything, and therefore, since you didn't do a maisa that is considered a major improvement, it is muta. Uh, the smag, the rashba, and others want to say that cutting any vegetable into small pieces is included in the isa of Torah azoi paskin halochan maisa the heiligish lochanorich and orichaim simen shin. Chof Alav Sif Yud Base, and therefore Alocha Lemaisa cutting any vegetable into small small pieces is going to be a problem. What is considered small? So you look at the Be'alocha. The Be'alocha brings the Shittas Hayurim, where the Yerim says, "I don't know. It's not possible for us to know." And therefore, a person has to be very careful, like the Beis Yosef says, not to cut anything into extremely small pieces. They should be larger than during the week. Otherwise, you have a problem of an Issa Deraisa of Toichin, which of course was where medication comes from, as we mentioned, is an Issa Mishum Toichin Vaita. Ba'alosh va'ofe, Omer Papa Shavak Tana Didon Bishul v'Samoni Ba'avid Mishkan. What our Tana left the the bishul which was done in the Mishkan and it picked the knockout oifer and it picked oifer which wasn't even in the Mishkan right it wasn't even in the Mishkan what does that mean right the lechem upon it wasn't the melechas Mishkan right it wasn't shaykes to the making of the Mishkan the meiri and Ayin Gimelam and Aleph learns that the thirty nine melechas in the Mishnah were things that they make the Mishkan right make lechem upon is beautiful but there's no shaykes to the making of the Mishkan says the Gemara Tani Don is to do the past knockout have a look we're talking about Zoya we're talking about Chayish and Kites and all these things these are things I've had to make the melechas pass. Once we're going on Melechas Apas, we may as well mention Oifa, but like Rashi says, of course, Bishel is included in Oifa. Someone takes a, a wet, moist peg, wooden peg, and he puts it into a nice oven in order to dry it to make it hard. Of course, my Kavonah is to make it hard, to make it machazik, and I don't, my Kavonah is not to be Mavashal, that originally, when you're heating it up, what's going to happen is, is that it's going to get softer because uh, the water goes out and then it gets hard afterwards which by the way is the so the Bishl the beginning of Shinyat Ches discusses this being Bishl because we're showing him already about it the Rambam before in the case of Mishnah that whether La is Bishl considered to be making something soft and according to most it actually is from this Gemara that when you whenever you cook something first it becomes soft and then it becomes hard someone that uh, melts pitch no, but eventually goes hard again. Maybe not Someone that makes a barrel, 
of Cheres, on Shabbos, Chaim Mishum Shevach HaToyes, I'm not going to go through all of them, just Rashi says, Toichin and Boira, and Merakid, and Losh, and Mamachik, and Mavir, and Mavashal, right, that's how the process of making the, uh, of the of the pottery, is going to be including all of those Malachas, and therefore your Chayv, for every single one of them, all seven, Vaita, uh, Tanura, if you make a, um, Cheres oven, Chaim Shum Shmoyne all the ones that we mentioned before, and you also have to add, um, you also have to add, Oh, because after you made it hot, basically, you smear it with tit. And that's obviously going to be a problem of smearing. Someone that makes a basket of wheat. Eleven of them, again, kotsa and two of the same things, right? Kotsa and atea, which is pruning. Ma'amer, when you gather them together. Boyer, ma'machek, toichin, ma'chatech, meisach. This is about the, the, the way that you set up the, um, the weaving process. Oyser, shnei patinirin, oyreg. And of course, Makkah Bapatish. If you sew up the uh, mouth of it, you have to obviously add two more, which is kosher and toifa. Says the Gimora, goes to the Tzema Vamalabna, someone that shares off the wool, and you whiten it. If a person does Tvia, right, he sort of twists it and twines it while it's on the animal, and then he shears it off, right, even if he didn't do it in the regular order, he has to get three chatas. That's not the way you shear something off by twining it and twiddling it and, and doing tvia spinning first. That's not the way doing that for your pot of everything. Really? That's not the day of our time. You have Nehemia, shot up, is it washed it, it did the spinning. You see, if you do it on the animal even before it's sheared off, it's considered to be tvia. So that's different. That's Chochmi Yasevi. If a person takes off, he takes off, plucks off one of the feathers. And a person just cuts off just the tip of it, which is very, very soft to use for the pillows. So pulls off the hairs. Interesting, Mamachik is smoothing, which is all about creams and, you know, uh, plastalina and all of these things. It's all because of the way that they used to do it is taking off the hairs, which made the skin of the animal much smoother. Right, tying things. Where did they do Kshira tying in the Mishkan? Right, they used to tie the ureus, the the wonderful uh, tapestries, to the pegs. But what do you mean? They did kosher only for temporary purposes until the rabbanim told them to move in the continuous masoyes that they went on. So therefore, it's only temporary. When they were tying, when they were actually sewing the beautiful tapestries, there was a little string that broke. Kosher, so they used to tie it. Okay, very nice. You told us what kosher is. Where's Mate? If the two strings broke, you take two of them, you put them together. If you never do that in front of a king, it's not nice. It looks like they're big, thick ropes. They have ties and knots in them. It spoils the whole thing. You do this in front of the Rabbi In order to trap the Chilozin 
animal, so they would have to do kosher and they would have to do matir, right? And as we know, kosher doesn't necessarily only mean a double a double knot, which obviously also it is. But as the Ramah tells us in the beginning of Simon Shin Yud Zayin Sim Aluf, that if you tie one knot in one string, like you have at the end of your tzitzis that's unraveling, and you tie one knot over there, you're obviously going to be chayyav for that because that's a kesher shal kayama, or you do a kesher gabe kesher, not a gabe knot. That's also also you have to be careful from doing that. Whereas an anibal gabe kesher, the Shulchan brings a regular knot that you have on your shoes that you have, you tie a knot and then you do a bow that is mutter as long as it's undone within 24 hours most of our tie knots also are mutter because most of them are considered to be uh, a kesher hediot and therefore, Maisa, it's okay. But any knot that is done for a permanent usage is going to be a problem. And the same thing is with untying as well. As the Chazanish writes, the only exception would be if I'm going your shoes got like into a scramble when you were trying to get rid of them, trying to untie them, and it became a whole big mess. So maybe then you had a head to take it off because it never was a kosher that you originally intended to stay on for a long time. But if a person, for example, ties your shoes and then slips them off and he knows for the next three weeks he's not going to have to tie knots on his shoes, then to do that on Shabbos is obviously going to be awesome. Right. Two, two, two stitches is not really much of a keem over there and we know that any malacha we'll see later on towards the end of the Masechta that any malacha that hasn't got a keem is not a malacha so to that's what you tie it at the end what you tie it at the end then it's considered to be a keem and that is the malacha of Toifa obviously it applies to anything that's considered to be stitching even a staple people don't even realize to make a staple obviously no one will do but to take out a staple that's mamish asa you're not allowed to do that the dry cleaner for you know staples in the label or whatever it is then you have a problem you're not allowed to undo that on Shabbos. But Eid Hashem, tomorrow we shall continue with some of these beautiful, wonderful, amazing halachas. Have a wonderful day.